0: Welcome to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding, and here's your host, Caleb McChesney.
1: And welcome to Plaster Negotiations, my friends. Uh, this week, uh, we have the cool, handsome, pack of quarterback hosting the show again. I'm uh, Caleb McChesney, former designated debater, now just regular debater, uh, 21 on Monday. Uh, it's a celebration here on uh, Plaster Negotiations tonight, and but uh, Dr. Stokes is not here Today, he's out in uh, Arizona this weekend, uh, stirring up some shit with uh, rattlesnakes and scorpions ahead of uh, his almighty race at Phoenix Raceway uh, this weekend. But uh, this week, I'm joined by my good pals, Cade Wallamon and Ryan Benner. Per usual, we got our opening statements to go through. Um, Benner, uh, I have it in here that you are starting off first. Feel free to take the reins.
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the reins. I'm immediately going to wish our boy happy fucking birthday
1: we've been waiting a little while haven't we
2: we've been waiting too goddamn long on this show you are legal now you can do a f- felonies and be as feral and as evil as the rest of us on this show and we are starting that tonight caleb is i am making your ass drink i have re- i sent you money and i have requested you to purchase motley Crue water or otherwise known as jack daniels for you, this is how this is going to go. I know you have a shooter. We are going to do a shooter after we finish our opening statements. Then throughout the rest of the show, whenever I say shot, you must do a shot. And so that's, you're going to
1: do it with me, right?
2: I will do one with you. Okay. I have Jack yeah. I have Jack Daniels here with you. We're going to be doing shots throughout the show.
1: And so, uh, just as a disclaimer to everybody, we're maxing out at four. So Are we? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. I, I am. I
2: don't know about you. If I say but, shot, uh, hey Caleb, I'm telling you right now. You don't have control anymore. This is your birthday. And on your 21st birthday, your friends make you drink. I say shot. You do shot. We'll probably end up, we'll probably stop at four because I don't think I can do more than four at my age anymore. But we'll see what happens.
3: Was that, was <laughs> that your opening statement?
2: That was my opening statement. All
3: you did right, not Cade. the terms and conditions of this, did you? No. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> All right, Cade, uh, what do you got for us? Uh, nothing too crazy. I'm just going to talk about how people apparently, um, think that the Colts are going to draft Will Levis. And I do not want that to happen. Absolutely not. I would take the water boy as the quarterback before I take Will Levis. Would you take me as a quarterback? Chris before Levis? No, he's he, no, he's not the answer. Okay. Going into last year, he, he had a pretty good shot. And then the 2022 season, he blew that chance he ruined his career no uh no please do not draft will levis chris bauer if you were listening to this please do not okay we have the number four draft pick we have the option for the number one or number two if chicago is smart and does what they need to do they already did it i must not have seen it we'll talk about it later anyways we have either bryce Young or cj or god forbid anthony Richardson, who has a cannon take one of those three do it
1: I will uh I'll I'll explain it to you right now, Cade. Uh the Bears did trade down today. Uh they traded with the Panthers down to nine. The Panthers gave up the their their uh pick their pick nine, their second round pick. Uh DJ Moore, a uh first, first rounder. First and the second year. round next year. First and second next year, right? Something like that, yeah. And uh the Panthers have kind of like already kind of uh opened their hand a little bit to show us they're taking CJ Stroud. I think I know I think it's I think it's Anthony Richardson. Well, it just leaked like, like today that they're, 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 they're leading C.J. Stroud.
2: I think – I mean, I think
1: – And they've already kind of – they've already sent out the smoke screen that like, oh, yeah, no, we're open to trading down too.
2: <laughs> but, oh, no. yeah. no yeah, but it's like at this point, it's C.J., Bryce, or Anthony Richardson are going to be number one overall. It's those three. I mean, it's also only March. We got two months. Things can change. Absolutely. So,
3: Keith, uh, you're probably getting – No offense, but the Panthers already have
2: – No, they don't. They got nothing, Cade. But they
3: just—they just, just, they just got drafted, rid of the
2: one offensive just weapon they had.
3: Matt Corral.
2: Matt Corral didn't even play last year. Yeah, we have he no did, idea what Matt Corral is. Had
3: one, he had a small foot injury. He no, he, play, had season,
1: he had a season-ending injury. I think he tore his ACL here in Foxborough. Yep, first preseason game.
2: Matt Carrillo hasn't played a I, single I down in the... I
3: Matt, before an ACL. I thought he just, like, popped his uh, ankle.
1: No, dude, he no, didn't play he was, a single minute last year.
2: Matt, they have no idea what Matt Carrillo looks like, and now they have the first overall pick. They're going to go get C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, or Anthony Richardson, instead of a dude they drafted in the bottom three rounds last year.
3: Oh, God.
1: And then they brought back... Sam, they're going to bring back Sam Darnold to be the backup. So, Matt Corral's QB3. Yeah. Anyways, but... That's neither here nor there. Um my opening statement, uh thanks Kate for saying happy birthday. Um
3: Go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> that's the Cade we I know and love. Um I posed a question to the guys uh earlier uh today. Um I saw this tweet from uh Double XL magazine that said, uh if the alien came to Earth and asked you to play the great the best album that you've ever heard, which album are you going with? And I gave these I gave these boys time to really think about it. Um, I'll just lead off with mine first. I usually don't like to give this guy credit anymore uh, because of obvious reasons, but Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is probably one of my favorite albums of all time, You know, end-to-end, one of the most sonically creative and just sound uh, albums that I've ever heard. Um, they ranked high in the Rolling Stone and rankings like that for a reason. Typically, I'm with Benner. Uh, I like my rock and roll. Um, probably a little bit new, more new age than him, but. Oh, my rock uh, rolls all over the place, man. Yeah, no, but um, I know that your favorites are, you know, Guns N' Roses and, you know,
0: yeah.
1: the back in the day stuff. And no disrespect to that, I like that too. Um, but Kanye West's uh, 2010 effort is, uh, I think, probably, I think it's probably, if you asked me to pick an album to be uh, the best of all time, I think that would be my, my bias pick. And again, I don't really like to give Kanye uh, any credit anymore for, Kyrie Irving like reasons. But uh Benner, let's go to you. Uh do okay. your sh- uh do your shooter first. Oh, that's right. Yep.
2: <laughs> Doing yours? Um whenever you're ready.
1: All right, cheers.
2: Cheers through virtually. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um.
1: <coughs> I don't like that.
2: Nope. You're not going to like it anymore. Um, yeah, this question I had, this is a hard question for me because I feel like outside of Jeremy, I'm probably the biggest music guy out of all of us. Um, and you I was trying to think of a rock and roll album. I thought about guns and roses, Appetite of destruction, but that's such an easy answer. Um, which is funny. Cause I have the end result is I chose an easy answer. Is that if they come to Earth, I'm giving them I'm giving them Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon. That is one of the most perfect albums ever made. It still stands. It still stands the test of time. Um, it, it, you know, actually, last week or two weeks ago, it hit its uh, 50th anniversary. If you know, if you haven't listened to it, just take the take the time to sit down for an hour and listen to it because I think it's an album that describes society as a whole in general.
1: Good justification, Cade. Uh, let's go to you. Uh you didn't do a shooter because you uh are a bitch, I guess. Um <laughs> what I
3: mean. What's... I mean nobody asked me if I wanted to do one, so fuck you yes. That's like you part
1: that's like part of being on the birthday cast, but I mean go for it. I mean it's their could, own. You still could have invited me, you dick.
2: I put that text message out there and told you what we were doing. You made no effort. That's on you.
3: You made it about each other, anyways um yeah so i mean i'll just go ahead and admit that uh ryan and jeremy do probably have the best taste of the group for the music well i don't have uh, good taste you do i was
1: about to say i don't have good taste come on now i
3: never say you didn't have good taste i just say that ryan and jeremy probably have the best taste of the group i on the other hand don't know albums very well i know genres um i had to do a little bit of digging to try to figure out which one i thought was the best i really liked ryan's answer um Kind of like the reports I was seeing has probably had that one probably number one in most of the no, most of the reports I looked up. So really good pick there. Um, But I'm a very classical rock kind of guy. So I had to stick to one of my all-time favorites, ACDC. And I'm going to go with that album just back in black. I mean, it's a very solid answer in my choice. Very you good got choice. Shoot, you got Shoot the Thrill. Amazing song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love that. Shake, shake a Leg. Very casual, good song. Um, probably not one that I'm going to continuously listen to over <laughs> and over uh you shook me all night long amazing song back in black one of their all-time obviously favorites uh and then hell's bells like that lineup right there alone um just something for me just makes it one of the best ones like that's top it down that to is really school, solid it's what i listen to now
1: top, top mean, to down that is that is really solid it's it's a it's a tremendous album brian johnson's
2: first album ever as the lead singer of acdc after um exactly. after oh what's his name uh, i already hit the shooter uh but yeah no after 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 a death within the band of acdc Babe brought on brian johnson but you can't find a better way to introduce him to what that album is
1: i think i think we all had pretty good choices um obviously i went a little off the board i, I went mean, away from the rock but uh sometimes you need that a little bit hey
2: of, uh... kanye's a shitty human but that album is tremendous so i
1: can't disagree with you it's not even my favorite kanye album believe it or not i love it but it's not my favorite I mean college graduation is still that, that I do like that one. Yeah. I do like a uh, college dropout. Uh, my oh, college favorite college dropout. <laughs> my favorite Kanye album is Ada Waits and Heartbreak because I grew up in, you know, early 2010s and, you know, sad boy Caleb. You know, in the night I hear him talk. Uh, all right. All right Kanye, go get a mask. Yeah. And go on <laughs> Alex Jones. Um so we're going to move on to our dash boots topic of the week. Uh, No need for rebuttals. I think we got all of our our thoughts out there. Uh, But last week, I introduced a new metric for sports that I think we all should be following. And I gave the boys a little bit of time to really come up with this list. And I'm really excited to hear their answers and what we might have in common. But uh, bitch above replacement was introduced last weekend. Um, Talking about Bryce Harper and how I told Cade he needed to consider that Bryce Harper was a bitch. And that's why you shouldn't pick the Phillies to win the NL East. Um you're giving out free. To- what the fuck? <laughs> an ad.
2: We-, we get free advertisements.
1: Um <laughs> but yeah, I asked Benner and Cade to come up with a list of their leaders in Bitch above replacement. And I even asked some of the other panelists to give theirs. Um uh, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to read off some of theirs and some uh some fans. Uh, did give in their uh, list as well. So if you guys don't mind, I'll read off theirs. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, Do a shot. What the fuck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just to prove it, I'm not fucking lying. I got it.
3: Oh, God. Uh, Hold on. I don't have Jack Daniels, but I do have a bottle of whiskey, and I'll, I'll do it with you. All
2: right. All right. We'll, we'll wait. Hurry up.
1: Yeah, we got to be quick. Uh, can I read off Stokes's? His is only five.
2: Yes, yeah, so we'll give you – So
1: we can do the first one. So Dr. Michael Stokes uh, gave us his top five for bitch above replacement. Um, his number one was Kyle Busch. Uh, <laughs> his number two was uh, former San Diego Chargers bust Ryan Leaf. <laughs> number three was A-Royd Alex Rodriguez. Fucker. Number four was LeBron James, and number Bitch. five was uh, Kanye friend, Kyrie Irving. God, all, all bitches. And if Kates take his time, we'll go to Jeremy, too. Uh, Jeremy <laughs> Phelps. uh He did his by sport, and he only gave us five. Uh, soccer, he chose uh, Raina and his whole family. Jesus. Um,
2: why, why the whole family?
1: <laughs> baseball, a... he chose John Rocker, because why not? Yeah, fair. Football, he chose the Suh. That's a 2013 pick, if I've ever heard it. But uh, in lacrosse, he picked Paul Rabble, fuck that it's egotistical douchebag. And in basketball, he chose John ja Morant's dad. <laughs> oh no! So we'll get to the fans a little bit later. I have two fan rankings. Uh, neither of them are Nana.
2: All um, right, all right. All right. Kate, you got your shot board.
1: All right. All right. Bottoms hatch, up, boys. Bottoms Cheers. up, boys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Ah! Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh-huh. Oh! Oh! <laughs> um, I can't function anymore. Uh,
2: <laughs> You've only had one shot, man. You got a few more to two. go. Two.
1: <laughs> I had to fuck a shooter and I had a shot. It's two. It doesn't count towards the four because I did agree four shots of the bottle, one of the shooter. Um, <laughs> but we have two fan lists as well. Uh, one Brian Kohler out of Dallas, Texas. Um, ranks his this way Garrett Cole, Mike Fears, Luis Suarez, Baker Mayfield, Tyler Hansborough, Rosny Castillo, LeBron James, AJ McCarran, Brad Marchand, and Joey Logano. Hmm. And one. And one Ryan Moore of Columbus, Ohio. He is a Columbus Blue Jackets fan, so you should you should prepare for this list, uh, Benner, because I know you're a hockey guy. You might you might have a you might have a hint of why he might hate some of these guys. Probably. Um, number one is Aaron Rodgers.
2: <laughs>
1: number two is Kanye friend Kyrie Irving. <laughs> number three is Patriots mercenary Bernard Pollard. Mm. Number four is Pierre Luc Dubois. Number five is Matt Patricia. Number six is Todd Bowles. Number seven is former uh, Patriot defensive end Cassius Marsh. Mm. Number eight is Devin White of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number nine is Antonio Brown for obvious reasons. And number 10 is fake Gronk headass per Von Miller, uh, Travis Kelsey. You mean Travis Kelsey is a little <laughs> bitch? Fake Gronk headass. He actually gave me some uh, reasonings for this. Um Aaron Rodgers is a general douchebag, attention whore, cowers in the playoffs like a bitch, overrated. Uh, Kyrie Irving's a serial bridge burner, anti-Semite, fraud without LeBron. Um, Bernard Pollard is a terrorist for the Patriots organization. Jared Luke Dubois is a fucking snake against Columbus, seems to be a serial bridge burner. Thanks, Lion A dickhead. We got him to stay loyal here in Columbus. Uh, Matt Patricia, Super Bowl 52, last season. He's a douchebag. Respect my authority, ass motherfucker um Todd Bowles you ruined Tom Brady's last season fuck you Cassius Marsh I ratioed your bitch ass on Instagram you're a cunt couldn't set an edge against my Nana let alone NFL offensive tackles language (laughs) number eight um who's number eight Devin White the definition of born on third base and hitting a triple. Congrats on one Super Bowl run. We're the greatest quarterback ever. Backpacked your sorry irrelevant franchise to prominence. You got arrogant as fuck for no reason and became a linebacker that couldn't cover me in the flats while taking metric tons of shit. Antonio Brown, go look at years 2017 to present for more information. And for Kelsey, fake Gronk head ass general douchebag press coverage beats his ass. Free release merchant. Um. So yeah, those are our fan um, entries. Uh. Who did I have starting now? I'm I'm drunk, so I can't remember already. Uh, who did I have going first with the big above replacement? Cade, let's go to you. Me. Give me your top ten. Run through.
3: All right. Do we want reasons or just or just run get some through. reasons too? You, you you can get All some right. reasons. All right. Number one, we're definitely going LeBron James because he's the biggest crybaby bitch out there. I cannot stand LeBron James. Uh, number two. I call it the the triple C threat. Carson Wentz. I think he's one of the biggest bitches out there and double whammy for ruining the Colts with a C and the Commanders. I'll start with the C. The C the C triplet. So, I'm gonna call him a bitch. Probably my favorite answer. Jose Altuve. I cannot stand that piece of shit. I cannot. I love baseball. I'm I'm probably a bigger baseball fan on this on this page other than I don't know, Ryan. I don't know if I'm bigger than you anymore. I don't know. You used to definitely definitely bigger than me.
2: Uh, I mean, I still, I mean, Kate, I still love baseball. I'm just in a weird purgatory of fandom.
3: <laughs> you, you put your fandom on pause. <laughs>
2: like I still love the game. I, st- <laughs> I still love the game. I still love Major League Baseball. I just, I don't have a team.
3: <laughs> That's don't fair. come to the Red Sox. But we can all agree, Jose Altuve, you're you're such a piece of shit, and we all hate you. Uh I had a friend of mine help me with this one, and you're going to be happy, Caleb. I have number four, Bryce Harper.
0: Yeah!
3: (laughs) Joining the bitch fandom here. (laughs) He He is is the leader of bar in baseball. He is douchey. I will say that. But he can back it up. Uh, Number five, Dabo Sweeney. And I don't think I have to tell us all why. I'm surprised Stokesy
1: didn't put him in the top five. I think Stokesy just didn't think about it.
3: Stoetsy is going to be happy when he hears that answer because Debo, man, you're such a nice guy, but God, you're just so over the top. And you think Clemson is so good. You play in the ACC. You're a bunch of bitches. Like you're playing nobody. Uh, number six, Jimbo Fisher. What an absolute joke. What an absolute bitch. Uh, <laughs> number seven, I'm going to put the, the Paul brothers. Can't stand them. Absolutely can't stand them. The, Paul brothers?
1: Them. the Paul brothers? Yeah who are they enlighten us
3: jake paul oh okay okay the paul brothers uh lincoln riley you're a pussy bitch you ran <laughs> you, you ran <laughs> the sec you ran <laughs> the sec
2: fuck you lincoln riley
3: <laughs> you you found out you were moving to the sec where we play real football and you ran
2: and Your now bitch. you're going to the big 10 you're just gonna get fucked
3: the same <laughs> Number nine, Caleb Williams. Right there with him. You're a bitch, too. Wow. You, you won the Heisman. You won the Heisman, the greatest football trophy you can get. And then you write, fuck you, or fuck Utah on your fingernails. Then you get wrecked by Utah in the playoffs. Or not in the playoffs, just in just in your bowl game. And then number 10, Tennessee fans. You're the worst fans I've ever met. Football, basketball, baseball, worst fans I've ever ran into.
1: You should meet some Celtics fans. <laughs>
3: yeah. I would classify Celtics fans with Tennessee fans. They're they're terrible. You should,
1: you should come, mean, to t- come to come to TD Garden as a uh, as a opposing fan and see how see how you feel afterwards. You should but meet I, some, do, you should, I do I do like some how, Patriot fans. That's true. I think Patriots fans annoy the shit out of me. Um, but I do I overall like Cade's list. Um, I'm not huge on the LeBron thing, but that's neither here nor there. And obviously, he dropped a slur that you can't say anymore. Um... So, yeah,
3: sorry. that one I didn't mean. I didn't mean for that to cut in there. My apologies, fans. I just don't
1: I just worry, Stokesy. I didn't Stokes-y agree. Like,
3: was- don't write "fuck Utah" on your fingernails. Like, just just play the game. And if you're gonna write I, like that, back it up. Like, don't write it and then get wrecked.
1: Stokesy will bleep it out, and they'll be fine. Um, Benner, let's go to you. You're <laughs> the leaders a right. bar. All right. Well, first of, I want to just know just right now. I don't have LeBron. I don't
2: have Kyrie um i don't have tom brady i don't have like any of like these like basic like super would never put his dad on the bar list that's fair but i don't have any of like these super i have okay i'll tell you that i have one really easy answer um oh. but but the rest of it like i had some personal um personal beef with uh number okay. 10 nadami and sue um you're a fucking piece of shit um, you were you were really like when you're prime, you were an absolute solid defensive tackle. There was a game record, but you were way more focused on trying to hurt someone, even if it was Aaron Rodgers, and just played the game dirty. Like you could be aggressive and you can hit someone hard, but how about we play the game fucking right? You absolute piece of shit. He got better
1: as he got older.
2: Yeah, because no one wanted him on their fucking team. He had to get better, and he's still a bitch for it. Um. Number nine, uh, Greg Williams. If you don't know who Greg Williams is, uh, he was the defensive coordinator for the Saints that invented Bounty Gate. Um, killed Favre, yep. He killed Favre. He's the reason Favre has no idea where he is anymore. Um, like, I'm all for defenses being aggressive. Oh, I vote- that was a charity? I thought it was a bank. <laughs> but look, I'm all for defenses being aggressive. I'm all for defenses getting the big hits and making the big plays. But when you start paying your players out of pocket, that I don't want to see that dude on the field anymore. I want to see him in the IR. I have a big fucking problem with that. I this some of these guys on these lists are entirely about player safety. I'm massive on player safety. It's why I have a lot of beef with the NFL and how they've approached things. Um, so yeah, fuck Rick Williams for how he approached his job in New Orleans. Um, Number eight, Draymond Green. Ooh, you, good pick. You are not Dennis fucking Rodman. Stop trying to be Dennis fucking Rodman. Hang
1: out with Kim Jong-un, and then we'll talk.
2: <laughs> Look, then all Draymond Green is want, is want to talk and start shit and get in fights. He thinks he's tough. He's not. He's a bitch on the court. He wouldn't be shit if it wasn't for Clay and Curry. Draymond Green... Draymond Green, this is just an absolute second thought in my mind, and he tries to make himself bigger than he is, so fuck him. Number seven. St. Louis Blues fans. Yes! You are little bitches. You throw the ungodly biggest fits whenever your team loses or you think you got ripped off. You fucking... The Colorado Avalanche fucking own you, and until you realize that, your life is going to be shit. You fuck... And I have beef with them, and I always will have beef with them, how they treated Nasir and Kadri back in the in the postseason. After a specific injury, which I will get to in a second, they threatened Kadri, sent death threats to the Avalanche hotel. Through Muslim racial slurs at Kadri whenever he whenever they could and whenever they saw him they were absolute disgusting and a absolute stain on the NHL and I and it was glorious when Kadri got that hat trick on you motherfuckers in St Louis go fuck yourselves number six Jordan Bennington the goalie for yeah. the Saint. Louis blues, this motherfucker. I have never seen someone bitch more in hockey. If you want to stop, you know, if you want people to stop shitting on you, Jordan, maybe you should play goalie. Maybe you should actually learn how to play your fucking position instead of throwing an ungodly godly fit. Every time you get your ass beat throwing water bottles and equipment at people, you're shit. You're not a good goalie. And I can't wait for someone just to get fed up with you and just rock your fucking ass and take the 10 minute penalty. I do not fucking care.
1: He really hasn't. He hasn't grown since that uh, that that cup went against us.
2: No, he's a little bitch, and he thinks he's hot shit. He's barely above average, and it's going to take someone just one day. Is going to just come around and lay his fucking ass out. Take the goalie interference penalty. Probably spend ten minutes in the box, and it's going to be fucking worth it. I don't care. Number five, Cal Bush. Yeah, I've never like again. You were supposed to be this fucking solid rate, like NASCAR driver and be one of the all-time greats. Dude, like two thirds of your wins are in the truck series and the, in the Xfinity series. Why the fuck are you racing in lower tier leagues? You are in the NASCAR cup series. You race with the big boys for our fucking reason. Stay in your fucking lane. You don't need to be racing against these fucking young guys that are trying to, get their, trying to get their fix and trying to get in the groove of things, Half, I, in my opinion, like two-thirds of his wins don't fucking count. He's a little fucking bitch. Stay in the fucking Cup Series where you belong. You are a good driver. You don't need the race down, dude. Number four, Roger fucking Cadell. Because how the fuck do you not acknowledge that concussions exist for so fucking long? How the fuck do you penalize players for random-ass fucking things that don't make sense?
1: But then, you know, but then, a, then a player beats his wife. It's two games.
2: Uh, yeah, and then when you do get penalized, then penalty makes no fucking sense. Roger does a piece of shit. Has no idea what he's doing with the NFL. Does not care about player safety. Does not care for about the safety of the people around these players. And just rather just make as much fucking much money as he can with his special little private plane and his lifetime insurance and all this shit. Fuck you, Roger. You clown ass motherfucker. Number three. And Jackson now. Jackson Mahomes. Ooh, yeah. Fuck you, motherfucker. You think you're goddamn fucking hot shit because Patrick is your brother and you dance like a little bitch on TikTok. You're not shit. I could beat your ass in a fight. I will beat your ass in a fight. I dare you to come on this fucking show and we will fucking deuce it out, motherfucker, unless you're too busy sexually assaulting women in a fucking bar because you're Jackson fucking Mahomes.
1: I was about Girl, to say, fuck- he might sexually assault you. I'll <laughs> fucking kill him. I'll fucking kill Motherfucker.
3: Yeah, he's going to jail.
1: Motherfucker, you he touch he, he touches me, he's ending up on a goddamn
2: t-shirt. That's just how this is going right fucking now. Okay. Number two, number two, um Kate called out Jose Altuve. I'm calling out his fucking teammate, Alex fucking Bregman. You are a fucking bitch. This motherfucker to this day defends himself for the 2017 World Series, thinks he absolutely did nothing wrong, thinks he's fucking glorious, and that he's a god to the game of baseball. Motherfucker, there's a reason why every single team threw at your fucking head, and I hope they continue to do it. You are a bitch, Bregman. You're a half-assed third baseman. You ain't shit. And number one, number fucking one, is that we should have shot A-Rod. A-Rod, you are a fucking worthless piece of fucking shit, you steroid-cheating motherfucker, ankle-stepping ass little bitch cheating motherfucker. You ain't fucking shit. Come at me, you Yankee motherfucker. I will beat your ass. Fuck you, Aaron. Fucking Aaron Rodriguez, you fucking ass motherfucker.
1: Aaron Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez.
2: Whatever. Fuck his name. He ain't you, shit you combined
1: to the two A-Rod, the, the two A-Rods. Just
2: remember, one is, is A-Rod.
1: One is Aroid, one is Arod.
2: Look, Aroid I had I had Jack Daniels. I'm fighting fuck you Aroid you little bitch.
1: All right, it's going to be hard to top these two guys is Yuri. Um, I'm, I'm in a mood. My honorable mention mood. is uh, Celtics fans. Um, Celtics fans are just the worst. They've won one title since my dad was in middle school. And they they talk <laughs> like they are still the greatest franchise today. You're not. The Lakers have passed you, and they will pass you the next time they win a title because they're probably going to win one before you do. I'm sorry. you get This team is not built for fucking like, top-end competition. They're going to get soft like they always do in the end, and they're going to drop it to Phoenix, Denver. Whoever comes out of the West is just going to whoop them. Or maybe even Milwaukee whoops them before they even get there. Probably. but Yeah, Celtics fans, you're my honorable mention. But speaking of Celtics fans, my number 10, Paul Pierce. <laughs> you are the reason that these motherfuckers are immature, soft babies. You talk a lot of crap for somebody who won one title, and like you're not, you're you're not the Jordan Bulls. You're not the Shaq and Kobe Lakers. You're not the Heat. You're not the LeBron Wade Bosch Heat. The '08 Celtics were nobodies, and that's why they only won one.
2: Go get Sorry. a wheelchair, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> yeah, go take a shit. Um, number nine is Ivan Provorov of the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, refusing to wear you know LGBTQ pride uh, on his jersey and causing a whole bunch of shit with that. Uh, is it impossible to not be a raging homophobe while being Russian and in hockey? No, I want to know, it's Russians. Russians are stuck in the 1950s, apparently. Um, <laughs> number eight, Pablo Sandoval. I've li- I listed these reasons last week. You stole money from the Red Sox and you absolutely blew. Uh, congrats for you getting your money up, but boy, did you suck! Number seven, Derek Jeter. Why do people think you're good? Why were Overrated. you almost a Why were you almost a, a you know uh, unanimous Hall of Famer? Overrated as fuck. You sucked at defense. You were barely an average hitter until the playoffs, and I just don't get it. Nomar Garcia Par is better than you, and nobody wants to talk about it. Nomar yeah. was better. <laughs> In my uh, in my Boston accent here, fuck Derek Jeter and fuck his teammate A-roid. Uh Number six, Bryce Harper. I've I've uh, I've talked about this at length last week. Kate has kind of made all the points that I needed to make. Um, you're just a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are the leader in baseball and bar. Um, oh yeah, number five, Marcus Smart. You are the new Paul Pierce. You talk an and amount of shit. You think you're better than you are. You think that you are actually the leader of this team, which is hilarious. You're just the loudest. Every but time maybe, Mar- maybe Every time you are is Marcus- the leader of the team because the rest of the guys are so soft. But if Mar- if Marcus Smart is the leader of your team, you have issues. Am I wrong? Every time Marcus Smart goes up for a 3, I want to cry. And time Marcus Smart like gets touched, he's like <laughs> and he just like, you know, wants just 10 feet back and just freaks out. Like, no, nah, I'm done with Marcus Smart. Number four, right? One, two, three, four. Yeah. Danny Hamlin. <laughs> you are the, like, I would have said the whiniest, but Kyle Busch does exist. You are the second whiniest racer I've ever seen. What is your issue? I I don't get it. I, I really don't. Number three is uh, Fat Patricia. Uh, I mean, Matt Patricia, excuse me. <laughs> um, you ruined Mac Jones' sophomore year with your ineptitude, and I just wish you'd die. You costed my favorite team a Super Bowl in 2017, and you think you are the, the hottest man alive. And now you're losing your next team to Philadelphia Eagles if you actually go there. Uh their best corner in Darius Slade because you called him overrated and not elite. And then he goes and out and proves that he is. And I I just have no time for Matt Patricia. You are you stink up every room. You are the worst. Number two is Deshaun Watson. We've spent a lot of time in past off seasons talking about uh just how bad Deshaun Watson is, and Kate, I know you're reluctant to talk too much about the whole Deshaun Watson thing. So I'll cover the bases for you, if that's all right. It is not okay to sexually assault women. S- simply put, and I know you did work I, for the NFL. Did I say
3: it was? I would never. No, no, say no. That.
1: You're not. You're not harboring. I just know you work for the NFL. You don't want to touch on any toes, and it's okay. Me and oh. Benner are here to do that for you.
3: Okay, right, Benner.
1: Go ahead. go ahead. Right, Benner. Wait, what's up? Deshaun Watson the bitch. Oh, fe- fuck Deshaun Watson. I'll fight that motherfucker. <laughs> but number one, does anybody want to guess? Uh, Baker fucking Mayfield because you're the most common ass motherfucker. No, I took him out because uh, Brian had him. Okay.
3: I'll just say possibly Roger Goodell.
1: No. No? Drew Brees. Oh. Fuck that. I, overrated. I never, heard,
3: I never saw this coming. I am. Okay, go ahead
1: fuck that overrated piece of shit who old, who holds, who held like records because he threw 700 times a season, like double the next guy. You went seven to nine over and over and over again, inflated your stats with garbage time. And people actually think you're a top four quarterback all time. You're not. You're at like eight at best. You are not in the same breath as Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana. The list goes on and on and on. You're simply just not, you don't have a single vote for the MVP or you do 2011. And even then Rogers owns you. You you suck. You you're you're literally dome midget Keenum. You are case kingdom who played in a dome and is six foot one. You're soft. And don't even get me started on how tone deaf you are on social issues. Uh, I could go all day. Uh but yeah, those are our lists for bitches above replacement. Um any comments, concerns, thoughts Drink. before we bury this topic. Jeez. Drink. All right, Benner has two shots to go. You have
2: two shots to go.
3: <laughs> KD pouring one. That's how I do that one. I don't, I don't like liquor. Uh. Uh-uh. All right, all right, all
1: right. So this is the true. This is the true. Uh, Drew Brees, Celtics fans, and Alex Rodriguez, and St. Louis Bayern fans. What you guys. Yes, Jose Altuve.
3: Fuck that little short bastard.
1: And Cowboys. <laughs> why not?
3: Fuck Kyle Here's. Bush.
1: Fuck Kyle Bush. Ha. Fuck you, Benner. All
3: That's right. It's getting worse. We're
1: gonna take a break, but when we come back, um the gang runs our through our Giuseppe Scrumbole, uh, where we chat about my backyard in New Hampshire and how we can get drunk on a train. We're working uh, on it right now. You're listening to Flash Negotiations, state
0: The gang needs a refill, but when we come back, we'll get into our Giuseppe Stromboli Redo of the Week. You're listening to Plaster Negotiations. Follow us on the social medias at PlasterPod, and we'll be right back.
2: It's time!
1: In honor of the phenomenal rebranding of a famous magic story out of the uk turn italian american bang-noodle-wielding and probably from New Jersey wizard. Our next segment is the Giuseppe Stromboli Redo of the, Week. Uh, the premise is simple. I give the scenario, I give a scenario to the panel that happened in recent memory. Um, the panel determines how they would change the execution of the plan or execute a plan in general. In this case, I guess, uh, just saying no, or don't do it is an immediate loss where they have to do their punishment. But I think we're beyond that point. Aren't we? Um, This week, we travel to the crapshoot of New Hampshire. That's right. I call this state a crapshoot. Fight me. Um, This week, where the local train service, Amtrak, has banned the sale and consumption of alcohol on the rail. On the 35-mile track that travels from Brunswick, Maine, to South Station in Boston, it's unlikely these Irish patsies of the New England area can make it without a hit of their Miller Lite, Jack Daniels, whatever they might choose. Benner, we're going to you, buddy. How are you smuggling your beloved Jack Daniels on this train and getting drunk without anybody noticing from going from Brunswick to Boston?
2: Okay. Um, I need you to answer some questions before I get my answer. Um, yeah. One, am I allowed to bring snacks and drinks on this train?
1: Well, you have to smuggle the drinks, but the snacks are okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know, like, okay, let me rephrase it. Am I obviously like- not edibles, but, like, you can bring an Oreo. Yeah,
2: I know I get that, but like, am I like a, like if I have like a soda with me, like if I have a bottle of soda, like are, is the train gonna get mad at me? Let's assume no. Let's okay. assume they're
1: they're cool with coke.
2: Okay. So that's where I'm doing this. Um old trick I learned um from my ancestors in the old NFL ta- um uh, tailgating days. Um what if you guys can tell me and Caleb, you probably you kind of just answered it. What soda does Jack Daniels look like?
1: Kinda looks like a Coke. Exactly. So maybe a little do, bit, maybe a little bit lighter than a Coke.
2: Well, here's maybe what like you a do. cream soda, maybe. Well, we're gonna run with Coca Cola because this is what I did when I was in high school and stuff. Um, and what and what basically what that is is at a certain point in time, you didn't know the NFL allowed you to bring plastic bottles of soda into the stadium with you. They, they were very they were still very open with it um basically what we would do in the parking lot is we would pour out half a bottle of coke and we would pour jack daniels or some form of whiskey into that Reseal the top so um so it looks like it's not been opened shake it up mix it all good to go and then you bring it onto the train with you and so well, here, here's what i'm going to do caleb I'm going to bring all, I'm going to bring probably like 30 of these bottles with me. I'm going to snuggle them in my bag. I'm going to be selling them for like $6 on the pot, man. I'm gonna bring some snacks with me. I'm gonna bring these mixed Coca-Cola drinks. The train ain't gonna fucking know. I'm gonna sell them throughout the train. We're gonna get fucking wasted. We're gonna get fucking pumped. They're not gonna fucking know because they're not checking, they're not gonna check my Coca-Cola. No one does filled with Jack Daniels. Fuck your fucking rules. I'm mixing them. I'm going old school NFL tailgating rules, pouring that Jack Daniels on that bottle, and I'm going to be swinging that shit on that train ride, and we're going to have a fucking party like it's Babe Ruth on the train back in the 1920s, man. Simple as that. Old Running away from
1: Ruth. women with knives saying, don't tell my wife, don't tell my wife.
2: Exactly. And all it takes is some like, like black market Coca-Cola to, to get to that level. And I'm going to Babe be Ruth.
1: selling them. Babe Ruth definitely drank his fair fair, Jack.
2: Oh, he's a piece of shit, but I'm going to be selling another train and I'm going to get everyone drunk with me. So these train fuckers have no idea what's going on. And it's going to be an absolute party. It's simple as that. I don't have to think hard because I've done this before in other locations. Mix the Coca-Cola with Jack Daniels or whatever your favorite whiskey is.
1: They won't check it. They won't know. Party on the Amtrak. I like to hear it better. Thank you very much. Uh, Cade, how are you smuggling uh, your your drink of choice on this uh on this train without anybody noticing.
3: So so Ryan's just going basic like high school drug dealer. Dude,
2: he's I,
1: making I, money afterwards. Too. Yeah,
2: I'm going to make money off this shit, but the fact is like I have done this. So like it's easy answer for me because like I've been the experience and I can just bring that experience with me and just put it into a, a new environment. That's all I'm doing.
3: Okay. Well, that sounds pretty fair. Um congrats to you. <laughs> uh, well, considering the fact that I'm going to be living in New Hampshire at this time, must really tell you how much I hate my life to live in New Hampshire. I didn't even True. know New Hampshire was a state, uh, for the most longest people time. don't. Um, so I just imagine, and Caleb, you can attest to this. Uh, I just imagine like most of the northeast is like cloudy and rainy, almost like Cleveland a lot.
1: Um, Depends on the season. I mean, it has its fair share. If we're saying we're, you're going on your average, like, November afternoon, yeah.
3: Okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to imagine that especially – You're going the- down to TD
1: Garden, South Station, for a uh, a Bruins game. That's basically that. – let's say that's the scenario.
3: Okay. So, I'm just going to imagine that, you know, it's, it's March, it's rainy, it's cloudy, it's gloomy. So, everybody's wearing jackets. Um, so, I'm going to have my beverages – in my pockets, ready to go. I know that I need these to get home. Um, so the first thing I'm gonna do is before I get to the train station, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna pick up a shooter, almost like my fellow friends have here for the show. <laughs> and when I get towards this train, I'm gonna find the mm. most oblivious fucker I can find. And I'm gonna follow that person onto the bus and/or the train. And here's why. When I get on the train. I'm going to be taking that little shooter that I don't need because I've got my pocket full of what I really want, and I'm just going to be sprinkling it where he's kind of standing. And then I'm just going to just like sniff around and get everybody's attention. Like, I smell alcohol. And I'm going to start pointing to this guy. I'm going to blame him. Billy Bob, it's your fault. You smell like alcohol. Bam! What happens? Here comes the train police spearing him through the window. Okay? And they're taking this guy down full force, and then I'm just... Sneaking out the back, getting into my little corner. Through the f- over on the side, just watching in the corner as this dude gets cuffed right there and gets taken off to prison.
2: Through the fucking window. Like, is this on a moving train where this fucker is just like... It's a no, 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 movie. I, no, no, no. I, I, I'm
3: going to try and get it done before. I didn't... You know, I was to try and get it done before then, so that way they could at least not not stop the train. You know, mid travel, and then we got to do this now. Like try and get it done before then, so that way they can just go ahead and kick him off, and then they're so busy about that, then the train can take off and just leave. And now I've got my beverages ready to go. So Don't pin the blame on somebody else. Sorry, Solid. dude.
1: The Show good old, an the good old framing trick. Um, so I my that
3: guy's name is Ryan Benner. Oh, that's oh, wow. just me.
1: That's just me now. No, Caleb, you have an answer, right? I'm about to. Cool. Drink. Kate is like laughing so hard. Like like we're not judging him for being it does a pussy for, such not, a classical for not joining like, us.
3: Like, like Caleb, have you drank yet? Or have you started yet? No, I'm about to drink. <laughs> just time. I,
2: I poured way too much.
1: <laughs> I hear you. Me too.
3: How many? Is this number three? This,
1: this will be number three. Oh, God. I can smell it from here. (laughs)
2: Cheers. Cheers. Hope so. It's right there.
1: (laughs) Goddamn. Woo! Why do you drink this? You'll understand when you're older. I won't. (laughs) I'll be drinking March Hard when I'm 60.
2: No, I mean if you th- th- this is just like I'm doing this to just be an asshole. Like if you actually mix it with Coca-Cola, or, like Dr. Pepper, something gets tremendous.
1: She's saying that she'll get me some Dr. Pepper. Okay. Too late now. Like I'm not driving. Um, but my my way of going about this is uh, if you guys you guys don't live around here, so you don't know, um, New Hampshire has one of the laxest uh, gun laws in the country, and they usually share this information with uh, states across the border. So, nobody's going to judge me if I have a couple of firearm uh, holders, like, under my arm, on my sock, you know, the whatever. But it's not going to be firearms in there. It's just going to be, you know, bottles of this. Kind of looks like a firearm if you put it underneath. Maybe uh, paint it black. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to get away with that. I mean, it says, oh, what the fuck is that in your holster? Like, oh, don't worry, it's a gun. (laughs) Uh, if I get on on if I get on at Durham, New Hampshire, the UNH campus, that might be an issue. But if I get on, you know, say a stop afterwards at fucking Exeter, nobody will care. It's fucking Hicktown, New Hampshire. Nobody's going to bother. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to put it in a gun holster and nobody's going to think twice.
2: Got to go on the train with the shooters, guy. It's literal shooters. <laughs> yeah. Literal shooters, drink.
1: <laughs> oh. that's the last one you're gonna use it right now
2: no there's one I got no we're gonna go for five then that'll be the last one drink I'm not, drink.
1: I'm not drink. going for five
2: drink motherfucker
1: drink hold on
3: <laughs> just so you know just so you know Kale, I'm the one who texted him and told him to do it this is it is it
1: it's it for me mm-hmm. you can go do another one if you want
2: Mm-hmm. You're not driving anywhere.
1: You're right, but I am going to Boston tomorrow. It's you got time. Shout out to my nephew who had a birthday, by the way. Shout out to your nephew. We'll drink to him. He just turned four the day we'll after drink, my birthday. Drink it to a four-year-old. <laughs> Shout out to Blake. This one's to you.
3: Ah.
2: You're right. I'm not doing any more. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> so, one more break. But when we come back, we have our Alex Moran Player of the Week. You have been listening to Plaster Negotiations. Follow us on the soldiers at Plaster Pod. Uh, we will be right back.
0: One more break to go. But when we come back. The gang runs through their Alex Moran Player of the Week nominations. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned for more Plaster Negotiations.
1: Uh, welcome back to Plaster Negotiations, everybody, where uh, our debates are legally binding. Uh, we're all a little red in the face, a little fucked up right now. But uh,
0: <laughs>
1: we still have one more segment to do. Thankfully, it's our quickest. Um, Each week, we ask our panelists to find what we call the Alex Moran Player of the Week, as my heart feels like it's on fire. The criteria is simple. We're looking for an individual who wants to live their best life, the true backup life. All the glory, none of the work. Uh, Cade, let's go to you, buddy boy. Who is your nomination for Alex Moran Player
3: of the Week? I just preface this by saying that Ole Miss is blasting Purdue seven to nothing. I hate Hell yeah. Purdue, so that's, that's based. Dude, I'm everyone,
2: sorry. everyone hates Purdue, man.
3: Try living in Indiana. Uh, anyways. So my Alex Moran player of the week is not athletic. And I don't think this person probably has ever done anything athletic in their career or in their life. Um, this person would not be famous for two reasons. She went on a TV show, and she was so bad that it got turned into a video, like a GIF. I don't know. Maybe if it was TikTok around. I don't know. Catch me outside. How about that? None other. Danielle, catch me outside, Brigoli. Bad baby. This girl would have been nothing. Her family got on Dr. Phil. okay? Because she was
1: such a nuisance.
3: (laughs) Because she was such a problem, such a nuisance, so annoying and entitled. And then she got turned into a freaking meme and a video of Catch Me Outside. How about, girl, you would get your ass beaten in any street fight ever, first of all.
1: Hey, 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 hey. She, she did throw hands on the red carpet with what's her name.
3: And she probably lost. Yeah, it was bad. Okay. Point <laughs> proven. Okay. She would be nowhere. And then she got turned into, oh, hey, you should be a singer. Please shoot my eardrums. No, that was a terrible idea. The verses aren't really that no bad,
1: honestly. I mean, they're not they're, good, but they're not as bad as I thought they would be.
3: They're pretty bad. Caleb, Caleb anybody can sound good when there's auto tune, my friend. Anybody can. Even Ryan.
1: Hey, yo. See? Yo, get me and Ryan to do it, to do it, to be a band. No, we can do please. that. We can be please. Linkin please. Park style. No, Bender can do no,
2: all the no, screaming.
3: No, no. no my I can't. player of the week is somebody who should not even be famous in the first place, Danielle Bergogli.
1: Bad baby. OnlyFans, though. I mean, she made the OnlyFans, and she got like what five million on the first day, and she doesn't even like post anything. Like her, the people who subscribe to that are really mad because they don't put because she doesn't like post anything like explicit.
3: Oh, Did okay. I just get... oh, they're, they're upset because they're paying money and not getting nudes. Jeez. Did I? I just mean, listen. Caleb... I am
1: pro. I am pro OnlyFans because it is just taking advantage of the most horniest of desperate of men.
2: Did Caleb I'm all for so? That. Did Caleb get so drunk that he just admitted his support for
1: OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always been a supporter of OnlyFans. Uh, Give your money up.
3: Give your money hey, up. Ca- capitalism right there, my friend. If you want to post pictures of your feet and get $10 for them, hey, props to you. That is, the, that get, is literally the there,
1: definition of our Alex Brandt play of the week. All the glory, none of the work. Exactly. And she exactly. gets 5 fucking million dollars for it. Props to her. I love it. Of course, I'm not buying it, but... <laughs> Are you? <laughs> he won't admit it.
3: He oh, won't no, admit about listen, it. Listen. He listen, won't oh,
1: admit it. He, <laughs> he listen, won't right admit it. Reddit exists for a reason, my friends.
3: Hey, yo!
1: <laughs> Better. You're up. All
2: right. Listen. What well, is this Alex Moran played the week, I'm continuing a trend that I've had on this episode. Um... Holy
1: shit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Like when we did the when we did the, the bitch above replacement, obviously I was a little aggressive, called mm. out called out a lot of people, showed a lot of anger towards people. Um, I'm sticking with that route with my Alex Marion player of the week because I'm calling out Kendrick fucking Perkins. Yes. This motherfucker. Like, and I have personal vendetta with this fucker because obviously I'm a Nuggets fan. This fucker this past week on ESPN, like, you want to talk about that he pissed off an entire fan base. He turned around. He, he's made some bold claims over the last couple of weeks, man. Man, he, he turned around and, you know, made the claim said, you know, that, first off, he said Nicole Jokic is probably about to win his third MVP in the NBA with stat padded. Then Nicole Jokic got his 100th career triple double. It's ridiculous that he's already he hasn't been in the league that long, no, exactly. What Nicole Jokic has done in
1: the NBA what, like is- 2018?
2: Yeah, I would I was still in college 2017.
1: Okay, I, I didn't follow basketball really closely until like last year. So,
2: four or five years, and I'm probably still okay. wrong with that number. But where he's he's there's a solid chance he could pass LeBron and triple doubles this year. That's insane. It, it, it's insane. And when he got his 100 triple double, um, you know, they asked Nikola Jokic, Hey, what did you feel about your accomplished that? And Nikola said, Hey, not bad for a stat pattern. He called Kendrick Perkins out in a local interview and Kendrick Perkins got pissed and he made it a race thing. He turned around and said, only th- there's only three players to win MVP, and not be top ten in scoring of points. Nikola Jokic, Pal, um, Dirk Nowitzki, and Steve Nash. What do they hey, all have? Hey, respect to
1: my boy Steve Nash, by the way.
2: Oh, I love Steve Nash. Steve Nash I is love a,
1: me some Steve Nash.
2: Steve Nash is a go at point guard, man. But he turned around and said, "Like, what do those three guys have all in common?" Of course, they're all white. They're all f- international players. Danny turned around and made the claim that eighty percent of MVP voters in the NBA are white and that they're going to vote for white players. Kendrick Perkins went completely off rail and made the entire MVP vote a race thing, made it about how much he hates Jokic, and he's just all over the fucking place. And, like, the discussion for MVP this year is so toxic, so negative, and it's because of Kendrick. The dude's so mad that he was so goddamn irrelevant in the NBA that he has to create all this shit on ESPN. And J.J. Reddick, like, I don't have much respect for J.J. Reddick because he is kind of a piece of shit. He doesn't treat people well, but he called out Kendrick, which is a rare W for J.J. And basically said, dude, you're full of shit. You're making this a thing, just making this a race thing. And Kendrick's like, you're lying. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. And when J.J. told him to defend it, all his only response was like, I state facts. I state facts. He never gave a fucking competent sentence. He never gave a legit answer. Kendrick just was pissed he got called out by J.J. Redick and just, like, doubled down on his take. So, he's a fucker. He's just mad that Jokic is about to win his third MVP. Like, and his takes and his, and his facts were so off course that ESPN actually had to apologize for him. They turned around and said, yo, Kendrick said that 80% of the NBA voters are white and only are going to vote for white voters. First take had to say, yo, that's not true. It's actually one of the most diverse voting bases out there. Kendrick is far fucking off. Jokic is just too damn good. He's about to win his third MVP. You know, the Nuggets are number one in the West. May actually make the NBA Finals this year. I'm going to be living on fucking cloud nine. And I look at you, Kendrick Perkins, get fucked and have a nice summer bitch because Nikola Jokic owns your fucking money. Just like Pau
1: Gasol did in the 2010 finals. He really is just a fucking like Kevin Garnett merchant. Like the rest of those fuck fuck on the 08 Celtics.
2: But the difference is, is Kevin Garnett was actually a legit big man. No, that's what I mean. Kevin Garnett
1: score. merchants. They don't win without KG. No, KG was the fucking face of that team and was the best thing on that team. Kendrick Perkins, the thing Paul about Kendrick still talks like he is the best part of that team, which is no, hilarious to me. No,
2: no. Out of the big three, Paul Pierce was the bottom tier of that big three. The thing about Kendrick Perkins is he was at a time, he was in the league at a time when the big man was almost non-existent outside of Paul Gasol, um, Derek Nowitzki, uh, Dwight Howard, and Tim Duncan. Outside of like those handful of guys, like the big man wasn't much. And so Kendrick was able to kind of like be talked a little bit more than he was. He ain't shit. Nikola Jokic would fucking put his ass in the ground if they went one-on-one. Even in, even in 2010. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Kendrick, have a nice summer, bitch. Because you're fucking... You ain't fucking shit. And I'll be shocked if you're on ESPN next year. And so that's my Alex More prayer of the week. And I will close out with this. Uh, Caleb, before you do yours... Drink.
1: You're drinking with me, buddy boy. Oh,
2: I'm drinking. Last shot of the night.
1: You so you can see on when you were talking that like that one, like it hit me. Like finally,
2: oh, like well. I got a little
1: woozy. But
2: now, you know, this last one of the night, Caleb, happy tw- 21st fucking birthday, man. Thank I'm you. glad you're up. I'm glad that you are on this riff raff of a fucking creation ep- podcast that I have made. But uh, I'm honored to know you. I'm honored to have you.
1: You can sexy.
2: And I'm honored to call you a boy for life.
1: Thank you. And Cade, I I extend the same to you. Benner, I extend the same to you. As much as me and Cade like to have our little fucking shit fits, um, hey, I know he he knows it's all in love. Hey, um, that's
0: what
2: that's what the boy love. You know, that's when you got love with the boys is when you to have the shit fits, drink, and bounce back. Welcome to the club, motherfucker. All right
1: bottoms up as nickelback says
3: don't fuck yourself ron by the way
1: i just did hey benner i think you should listen to a nickelback album after this i might holy fuck okay, listen to the newest one and then tell me what you think of it um uh, my alex Brand player of the week um is a nascar driver who actually crashed a golf cart back in the day <laughs> Like a friend of mine, like he he volunteered at this like Texas uh, golf tournament. And Joey Logano showed up, and he crashed a golf cart. And uh, Ben, I know you're you're from the DFW area, aren't you?
2: I'm from Colorado, but I live in the DFW area. Or
1: you live in the DFW, right? Right. Yeah, my buddy Brian. If you ever went to a Texas roadhouse around there, you probably <laughs> bumped into him. Nice, big, thick ginger beard. Um, hmm. Man, I'll, okay, hold on. If you go wait, listen, listen. If you live in the DFW
2: area and you're going to Texas Roadhouse for your steak, that's a massive No he problem. works there.
3: Oh, okay, that's different.
2: Let's say, if, you're going, there, yeah. if, you're, if you're going for a Roadhouse for Your Steak, we have another conversation to talk
1: about. Yeah, my boy, my boy Brian said fed me this little bit of information. Joy Logano. And oh, he you know he famously crashed at uh Vegas last weekend. He was the only car to do so, I think, that just fucking wrecked. Um he did the nice little curb hop in the fucking middle. Uh, Joy Logano, I've never really liked you. You're, you're not. You ain't shit. I'm sorry. You ain't that guy, pal. You ain't that guy. And Alex Bowman's going to fucking wash you uh, this weekend. I hope he sends your ass into a wall. I hope he sends Kyle Busch's ass into a wall. Um, and I hope that my bet pulls through that he wins the uh, Phoenix race. Um, ben, I don't know if you checked that already or not. but I, I saw that. That's a... Uh... I like that bet. I like that bet. It's that's his hometown, his hometown race. It's from Tucson. Um, but yeah, Joey Logano, fuck you. Um <laughs> we thank you for joining us in uh, this week's rendition of Plaster Negotiation, Caleb's uh 21 21th birthday Palooza. Um that's again and again, nothing that we said was uh, legally binding. Uh thank god. <laughs> Especially for you, Cade.
0: <laughs>
1: and uh, again, nothing we said was legally mining. As always, 21 means 21. Designate a driver, which I am not that guy anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, drink responsibly uh, as opposed to what we did. Um, and above all else, uh, as Stokesy always says so charmingly and so softly, be good people. On behalf of Cade, while I'm on, Ryan Benner and the handsome backup quarterback host new 21 year old i've been caleb mcchesney dr stokes will be back uh, hopefully next time with plenty of desert stories to tell and uh we'll see you all then. thank you very much for joining us on plaster negotiations we will see you again next time we
0: appreciate you tuning in for this week's rendition of plaster negotiations and again nothing that was said was legally binding We look forward to seeing you all again next week. Follow us on the social medias and we'll talk to you soon.